You're listening to Comedy Central. Well, yeah, I'm in, I'm in it. I'm in this shit, man. It's a divorce and it's stupid. This is why gay people shouldn't be getting fucking married, you know? On dogs, it's, it's, it's heteronormative shit that ain't built for us, you feel me? Like, marriage is for straight people. It makes sense for y'all. It don't make sense for gay niggas because it's just, there's so many different dynamics at play. But we tried to do y'all shit. We shouldn't have fought for no fucking marriage shit, man. That was stupid. We should have fought for a tax break. That was the better fight. It was just a better conversation. It was really gonna give us what we wanted, but we got caught up and like, we need to be married too, and we don't, because we don't, we don't even function the same. And we knew how to be married before all these laws and shit. We were still getting married. That's the funny thing about any oppressive group. They think they like stop the, the group from doing shit, but you don't. Like when, like, you know, when niggas were slaves, that felt like a weird double thing I shouldn't say. Like niggas and slaves, but I like saying, I'm all right, when niggas were slaves, you know, they're like, y'all can't marry. And then niggas would just jump the broom. And then motherfuckers gonna figure out how to beat, you know? You can't stop that shit. So it's like, we were still getting married as gay people, but it made more sense for us. You just met like a chick on an app, you know what I mean? Or you met her at a bar and you're like, hey, bitch, I love you. And then you just threw a barbecue. <laughs> a solid ass barbecue. Like one of them barbecues that don't never run out of ribs. Like, nigga, we barbecuing till the night's done, you know? And then you're like, I'm gonna die with this bitch. We married. And then when you were done, you just threw another barbecue. <laughs> That's all heteronormative shit. It makes sense for y'all. Cause y'all make babies and shit. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's the whole point of getting married is the fuck raw, you know? <laughs> Why else do you do it? You're like, I wanna consistently fuck raw. <laughs> like a lot. So I gotta lock something down to keep fucking it raw. Then you marry somebody, and then when you hate them, there's a whole baby because you've been fucking raw. So then you like, I can't leave you, bitch. I made this baby with my dick. And then you stay. And gay people, we don't have that. Me and my wife didn't have that. The only thing me and my wife had between each other was a cell phone plan. That's not enough. It's not enough for me to stay when I don't want to be in that motherfucker. That ain't holding me. That was like, bitch, I'll go to Sprint. This is bullshit. Getting the fuck out of here. Hey, welcome to Stand Up with Chris Stefano. He's not here. It's me, guest hosting Sydney Washington. Sydney Washington. Stand Up yes. with Chris Stefano with Sydney Washington. With Sydney Washington. Oh my God, exciting. Yes. I'm Nicole Boyce, uh, your humble producer for today. I love it. Let me know if you need anything at all. Just a couple of gals chatting. Chatting. So we just heard Sam J. Mm-hmm. Gays can't marry. I'm so here with it. Do you it. think gays shouldn't marry? <laughs> gays shouldn't marry? <laughs> I'm just not here for the concept of marriage. I just, it mm. sounds cute, but then in actuality, most people I see married after a couple of years are ma- are miserable. So true. we just need to throw so the whole true. thing out. And <laughs> just Leave the whole thing. Just, just date, you know, dating is cute. Why do we have dating to be, is cute. why do we have to be connected to somebody like financially through the government? Like that's too much. Too much. Just, just keep it cash. Okay, wait, so tell us about yourself. 
because you're you're hosting for Chris today. Yes, I am. So what what you're a stand up? I am a stand up. How long you been doing? I've been doing it for six and a half years. You know, if the industry is listening, just like a cute (laughs) six and a half years. That's the perfect amount. Perfect amount to critique comedy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. So we're this is the roast of all these stand up folks today. I've been doing it enough that I like I know how comedy works, but also like I'm not as jaded because I feel like when you're 20 years in, it's like. I only want to hear my own jokes. Yeah. But like six and a half years in, you're like, oh, yeah, bring on somebody else's. I'll okay. totally listen and, and not be biased. Okay. Not biased at all. Great. No. I love that. I love critiquing oh people Chris, that are my friends. watch out. Oh, no, no, no. JK, JK. JK. I don't JK. Wanna. He's going to be back soon. Don't want to get a, crazy. He's a... He's gone. Yes. He's he's not with us today. He's no longer with us. He died, he died and he'll yeah. be back. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine. Oh, Chris just went to heaven for a little bit and he'll be back like next week. The only people that have ever come back to life are Jesus and Chris Stefano. <laughs> Honestly, I think the people who love Chris actually believes that's that's something he could do. I, yeah, I believe it, yeah. The DeStefano stands, they're like, yes, Chris is very possible of dying and coming back. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you you like Sam J a lot. She's yes. One of your, these are Sydney's picks for today. So we're listening to all your faves. Yes. I, I'm a fan of Sam's. I'm like her friend, uh, casually her friend. Oh, And okay. I think Joe. that she's oh. the closest to like Patrice O'Neill, Richard okay. Pryor. Okay. Just like very raw. She's going to give it to you. She doesn't hold back. Oh, 100%. And, um, you know, it is what it is. If you if you like it, if you fuck with her, you do. If you don't, you don't. And she oh, is not okay. worried about the pushback. And I love that. Yeah, totally. That's, I totally get that. That's how comedy should be. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Oh? Do you yeah, want to expand? Well, you want to you expand uh, to our viewers? Yes, stand I just... Up with Chris and Stephanie with yeah, Washington viewers? Yeah, I just think that <laughs> comedy is, like, fun. Like, why are we making it bigger than what it is? This is for you to laugh. This is not uh-huh. a dissertation on topics. We are not professors. Uh-huh. Like, you might learn some shit, but then, like, at the end of the day, it's like we were sitting on a toilet taking a number two when we thought about that bit. Oh. So why? Oh, my God. Is behind the curtain. Behind real. the curtain. Sydney Washington's writing process. The best time Ooh. for me to write a joke is when I have diarrhea. <laughs> So is that often? When I have the runs, uh, I'm oh. like, let me get a pen and pad. Let me get a pen and pad. It's time to write. That's <laughs> you just keep on by the toilet. Yeah, because I'm gonna be here for a while. <laughs> <laughs> just when you think you're finished having the runs, it's like, uh, 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 shh. <laughs> That's true. They catch up on you. Shh. You know, it just comes out like a shower. That's I like bad. can't pee anymore unless I have. I'm going through like Instagram. I don't know if you have that problem. So maybe I should write instead. Honey, you are I, obsessed. I, and I you literally need to stop. can't. I just like I get nervous. I need like something to do. This is a confession. I'm worried about you, Nicole. I know it's you're, a problem. You're one of those people who um who who like giving golden showers and can't. There's somebody underneath them, and they're peeing on them. That's what you are, Nicole. That's not what I said. You're sick. You need to go. Twisted. Get get help now. (laughs) No, I'm just addicted to Instagram. But maybe I should be writing instead because you're like fucking thorough on the toilet. I'm trying. Very impressive. I want to be productive. That's all it is. That is productive. (laughs) In quotations, productive. Uh, What what kind of stuff do you like to joke about? What I like to joke yeah, about. What's your material? About? Well, I'm a narcissist, so I love talking about me. So okay. I just try to be relatable. Yeah, relatable. I talk about the I talk about the stuff that I go through because you can't tell me that my experience is wrong. 
<laughs> you can't. It happened to me. I'm telling you firsthand lies. So you can't tell me that my lie is wrong because you don't know it's a lie. Because it's your lie. It's my lie. Okay. Yeah. Do you lie a lot in your Santa? Um, I don't lie you a don't lot. You don't have to reveal these I, trade I, secrets. I embellish. Okay. You know, because as a person who's in entertainment, I hear a lot of civilians. That's what I call people who are not in oh comedy okay. tell their stories. <laughs> and it's like, bitch, where is the punchline? Where is the... Jo- I don't have time to listen to the story right. that has no funny in it. Yeah. So in order to make things funny, you got to lie a little bit. Of you course. That's that's definitely, I feel like, the the one of the first things that people don't realize about stand-up is that it's... People, when they come in, they just tell stories mm-hmm. and there's no, there's no structured out punchlines in there right so it's just kind of like this is a crazy thing that happened to me and then there's no and it's always your friend jackie that's telling you these stories and you're like jackie i don't care how many peanut greasers you had that's a bad story (laughs) it's not fucking funny i can't (laughs) you ever go to people's weddings and they're just like at the table telling you what happened and you're like let me just uh, punch this up and i could throw in you know Something that actually didn't happen you're, and make it good. You're punching up people's stories at their weddings? Oh, you know what I do? I listen to people's stories in Uber pools. I take them, make them. I my do own, that. And yeah. a remix, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Sydney Washington, official remix. Listen, I approve. Town Road, number 65. I appropriate other people's, you know, truths and turn it into my own. I Sorry. almost I, I almost played there's a Sam J clip about Uber pool that I almost played, but I did not. Yeah. So funny. We listen to the gays shouldn't marry one. Yeah, but if you if you do listen, it's just like valid to always sit in the front if you're in Uber pool. Sit yes. in Because the, then you don't feel like, Oh, I'm a bum. You know what I mean? <laughs> you <laughs> feel like a with, friend of the driver. Yeah, that is yeah, 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 yeah. That's uh Sam J's clip off Donna's daughter, her Comedy Central Records album. Check L- it out now. Listen to that, please. Spotify, Apple Music obsessed like you are with Instagram, uh, <laughs> Instagram and Twitter. Yes, I have an addiction. I'm sick. It's fine. We all we're all addicted to something, and we can all be addicted, but long as we do it in moderation. That's it. That's not addiction though. If it's in moderation, ah, that's where you're wrong. Because I'm addicted to a lot of things, but I remi- I remind myself. That's why you got to have on your phone a little reminder to be like, boop, uh-huh. put your phone down, boop, take a shit, boop, call your girlfriend, boop. Like you got to have <sighs> reminders to help you. So with if I did heroin once a month, am I addicted? No. Okay. That's, you're casually. This is good to know hypothetically if that was to ever happen. Once a month you're doing heroin, that's like recreational. That's like you're doing at a party like. When does it become addiction? Um, Monday through Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Monday through Friday, business hours. Okay, <laughs> nine to five kind of nine thing. To, when you're nine to five drugs. And you're out of office, it doesn't count. Yeah. It's just, okay, that's good to know. <laughs> there, anybody listening, to this, don't listen to me. I am not the expert on this. This is all jokes. No, um, this is now becoming a science podcast yes. about addiction. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. Sorry. Um, okay, so let's play. We got two other clips mm-hmm. that you've chosen. Megan Gailey. How Not to Get Murdered, and Langston Kerman, The White Spirit. So I'm going to play those now. Yummy. I worry about getting murdered a lot. I do. I do. I get it. I know you can't act this way and be like, I'm going to live forever. It's like I'm definitely going to be in a trunk. I know that. I come home really, really late at night, which is just like murdering women happy hour. So I've developed a couple fun little tricks to try not get killed. 
So like when I get out of my car, instead of walking down the sidewalk like a regular woman, I choose to sprint down the center of the road, constantly turning my head like that. And it's less so a murderer can't catch me and more so another murderer thinks I've already been claimed. <laughs> They're like, ah, no, Rick's got her. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Men sometimes get upset with me. I get that. They'll come up to me after shows and they're like, why are you so political? I'm like, yeah, I'm just up here being like, stop hitting us. <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> I don't hate men. I really, I don't want you to think that. I love men. <sighs> I keep saying that wrong. I love dick. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I do. And people are so mean to dicks, too. Like, dicks cause wars. Dicks are evil to women. It's like dicks are magical, beautiful presents that happen to be attached to monsters. That's what's happening. Like, when has a dick ever texted you the wrong form of your? A dick never shows up in a Hawaiian shirt to meet your family like, I don't know what the issue is. Well, there's a lot of issues. These are my parents, not a goddamn Jimmy Buffett concert. Dicks are so cool. You guys have so many tricks you can do. Like a dick wakes up excited. Just ready to go ready to greet the day. <laughs> what a morning person. <laughs> a dick wakes up before the human it's attached to. How is that not on Mythbusters? That's the craziest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Never in my 30 years, I'm like, oh, my vagina's awake. <gasps> Time to go to work. Like. I love men, men love me, kind of, I guess. <laughs> my dad's very confused by my interactions with men. Like once a guy drove six hours to see me for two hours and then immediately drove back six hours. <laughs> and my dad was like, why would anyone ever do that? <laughs> There's no nice way to be like, I don't know, dad. <laughs> I just got that good pussy. <laughs> I love when you go into businesses and in the women's bathroom, they have signs on the wall that say, please don't flush any tampons down the toilet. And it's like, oh, well, we are. <laughs> That's like exactly what we're doing 100% of the time. There's always a trash can out. I'm like, your trash can. I make 77 cents on the dollar. I'm not waddling to a trash can. Hillary lost. She lost. I'll flush a shoe down the toilet if I want to. I'm gonna be postmenopausal, just dipping tampons and pudding, fast bitch softballing them. Do you still want our emails? 
And then my friend was like, no, 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 you can't do it. It's like an environmental crisis. The tampons get in the sewer, they clump together, and then a man has to go down and break it apart. I'm like, that's the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> no Google image search has made me faster than a man in a hazmat suit having to chisel apart a Robert E. Lee statue of used tampons. God bless America. <laughs> Tense, man. It is very tense. I don't know. And I don't want to blame, I don't want to turn this into a thing where white people feel like weird about it. This is, you're mostly white. <laughs> For anybody listening on the record, this is in, almost entirely white. I used to live with a white woman. That was pretty cool. I lived with a white woman for like a year and that was that was a really dope learning experience. You know what I mean? Like I learned a lot. I should be clear, we weren't having sex. I know the law, but <laughs> we were roommates. We were friends and we lived together. It was dope, man. My white woman, she was cool. She, my white woman, she believed. I call her my white woman because I own her, right? Like. Y'all don't want her back. <laughs> She's ruined. She's tainted. <laughs> My white woman, she believed in ghosts. Any of y'all do that? Any of you cool white lady? Anybody believe in ghosts? You do? You're not in, yeah, you do? Wait, oh, this is great. Oh, this is so exciting. Don't be nervous. This, I mean, I'm gonna make fun of you, but it's okay. It'll be, it'll be fine. Look, I'm petite. It'll be fine. Wait, why? Why? Have you ever seen a ghost? No. No. Of course not. <laughs> of course, this is a fiction that you're living. Well, okay. Have you? Do you know anybody that's seen a ghost? No. No. Well, then what the fuck? <laughs> what are you doing that for? What? Why? Is there? I, I like the idea. You like? Wait. <laughs> Wait, you like the idea of just cooking dinner and then there's a nigga standing behind you like, yeah, bitch, I'm gonna scare you. Ooh, turn around, motherfucker. I got something for you. Ooh, I can't wait. I'm gonna tear your ass up. Soon as you turn around. <laughs> that's, that's, you just like the idea that spirits still... Oh, like, is it like a spiritual thing? Like you like the idea that spirits are still present. That's cool. That, it's, it's silly, but it's cool. My, my white woman, she was like you. She, she like, she actively believed that ghosts exist in the world, you know what I mean? One day she woke me up, we, we were living together, and she woke me up middle of the night, she came, to my, she came to my room to wake me up to tell me she thinks our apartment is haunted because she could hear sounds in the walls. We lived in Brooklyn, New York. <laughs> she came to me, oh my God, Langston, I think we have ghosts. I can hear them in the walls. To which I replied, hush. <laughs> hush. Hey, calm down, what do you need? What do you need, almond butter, duvet covers, hush. <laughs> we don't have ghosts, look at our neighborhood. Look where we live, there's no ghosts. We're just poor. <laughs> That's a sweet sound of poverty, baby girl. <laughs> That's not a ghost rattling his chains. That's a crackhead having sex with a shopping cart. That's how they procreate. 
That's why every crackhead has a shopping cart. They're life partners. With this ringworm, I be wed. <laughs> I will say this, I do think that's the, I've thought about this, I do think that's the nicest thing about being a white woman. Do you know what I mean? Like that, you guys get to believe in ghosts. That's the best part of being a white. You guys, you get to believe in whatever. I, we don't, I don't get to believe in ghosts. You understand how silly I would be to be like, yo, son, it's ghosts in here. <laughs> black people, don't, we don't get to believe in, I, I don't get, I have a hard enough time convincing my black friends we could shop at the Gap. <laughs> at the Gap, nigga, I can't shop at the Gap. Fuck you talking Fuck, I look like Ross from France. Oh, you just want me to dance in a goddamn fountain? Let me tell you something. They gave my brother 10 years for dancing in the fountain. Said he ruined all those wishes. Contaminated the water. Black people don't get to believe in shit. We don't get to be whimsical. We don't get to be silly. Like, you know what I mean? This is how fucked up America is. Black people don't even get to believe in police brutality. I knew this part wouldn't be fun. We don't, though. This whole time we've been screaming, police have been killing us for no reason. This is fucked up. Somebody should stop this. We just want fair, right? We want things to be equal. And people, are like, white people are like, no! No, hey, stop it. Hey, shut up. The police are our friends. They're good people. Sure, he shot you, but you wiggled. You shouldn't have wiggled. You're a wiggler. A dirty, rotten wiggler. No good welfare wiggler. <laughs> they say that, and then a white woman's like, I think I have a ghost in my apartment. I haven't seen it, <laughs> but something tells me it's there. And then white people are like, we believe you. We believe every word. The world is filled with possibility. We believe you. Okay, so you just heard Megan Gailey and Langston Kerman. What? I love, I love them both. Yeah. Um, actually, I just had Megan Gailey on my comedy show at the Knitting Factory. Oh, plug. This, this past plug. Sunday. Yeah, she, she did a little, little set and it was fantastic. Um, I'm really, really on board with the fact that like you have to be innovative as a woman just going home at night. Oh, yeah. You, you, if you oh, think mace and like a police baton in your purse <laughs> is really going to save you when it actually ha it's not. Uh -huh. It's not. First of all, our purses are a mess. So how are you going to get the mace with the keys that you forgot at home? Like that's not <laughs> happening. <laughs> how are you going to get uh, the 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 knuckle? What are you those knuckle things? The uh, I don't know. knuckle braces or brass, brass knuckles? Brass yeah. knuckles. How are you going to get the the brass knuckles when you have like a half eaten sandwich in your bag? You're like <laughs> you're going to give the rapist like a sandwich before right, they right, right. like what's going to happen? Just like a whole layer of tampons yeah. to get through to dig through. I'm going to give him a hair tie. You know, like, just, <laughs> like stop. <laughs> let me put your hair in a ponytail before wait, you do wait, it. Let me just get my hair out of my eyes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, um, walking home is scary. I mean, is it? Because I will tell you when I was a full blown alcoholic for like, 
professionally 10 years, mm-hmm. I would come home late after working my shift as a cocktail waitress. Oh. And I was, I'm like blasted, just so wasted. And I would fall out of my cab every time. I would stumble out and just uh-huh. fall on the ground. And I would sometimes lay there for like 15, 20 minutes and nothing happened to me. But was, you also took a cab. I took a cab. So it's not even walking home. Yeah, but in order for me to get into my apartment, I have to get out of the cab uh-huh. and then walk to my door. Okay. So, but I would, that's the danger zone. That's the danger zone. But I, because sometimes anything can happen like right in front of your building. True. And so I would fall out of the cab and I would be on the ground, yes. just laid out. It, possibly in a skirt and shorts or whatever and nothing happened to me like people would walk over me and be like wow the homeless girls are getting hot <laughs> over here they hot and messy um you know stay up stay blessed like that they would uh, not try anything with me and it was, it was that's just, crazy yeah i was just too available that's what it was. too just available too available for uh these predators it was it was insane that's uh her uh brave yeah brave is yeah. the word i'm looking for it was kind of like uh, how to catch a predator. Like it was just, I would set it up too and cute what? that they would be like, "There's no way that I'm not going to jail if I try something." Okay, so yeah. it's just too easy. They, they think it's like a, they think it's a trap. Yes, yes, Okay, well then that's the tip. Okay, yeah. And uh, and Megan Gailey knows about going home late. Just being like a stand-up comedian, yeah. you get out, you hang out, you're you've been drinking. It's like, how do I get home safely without having a comedian dropped me off like I like which is not safe yeah like what's worse like uh, a random male or a comedian male I don't know besides Chris Stefano, I don't know any good True. male comedians I think Chris they're all Stefano's terrible the yeah. only good male he's comedian. the only one proven I would literally give him my kidneys and he would hold them and then give them back uh-huh. and they would be like clean and not have any lint or like Cheeto dust uh-huh. he's great Love you, Chris. Love you, Chris. Miss you, Chris. <laughs> Miss you. Um, what was I going to ask? Okay, so the Langston bit, he talks about he's doing crowd work mm-hmm. in his hour, his album special. Insane. Al- so do you do crowd I want to ask you do, you, do you like crowd work? Do you do crowd work? Let me tell you, I am the best at crowd work. Oh, I love riffing. Okay. I love stuff that's not planned. Anything that I have to organize myself, yeah. a mess. But when I riff, it's just like f- free flowing and it just makes sense. It like, like meshes so well, me and like the unpredictable and unpredictableness of it. Mm-hmm. But to do it on your album, honey. That's crazy. You have to be so in tune with what the audience is going to say. You you have to pick someone and just assume like they're going to give they're me something that's going to make me like it's going to make the bit even better. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That um and then Joe I was just listening to a Joe Firestone clip and she did that also on her album. Yeah. And she like it completely works, but you have to have done that bit so many times to like know what they're going to say. Okay, this is exactly and what the they're And the thing gonna about say. ghosts, bitch, we know what y'all going to say. Yeah, and by exactly. y'all, I mean the beige people listening as well. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you, do you do you perform for a lot of white crowds as well? I do in Brooklyn and New York, Manhattan. I do. They they be out, you know. They they like look at Time they Out. Be New, out. They, they, they look at Time Out New York, and they're like, "What to do tonight? Yeah. Comedy." Mm-hmm. And we love we love that they they come out. <laughs> but sometimes it gets weird because it's like, yeah. well, we're, I'm talking about this whole group. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they're going to rock with it or not. Mm-hmm. But the thing about ghosts is like it is it's universally known how foolish it is. But people <laughs> still <laughs> believe it. Right. right, right, right yeah. um, and by people, I mean, y'all beige people. White people. <laughs> yeah, I understand. I, I, I call it beige. 
beige, you know, because white is just, it just feels so formal. I like to be white. informal. Okay. Yeah, I, like I beige, appreciate that. Yeah. Beige feels yeah, yeah, like, yeah. oh, that, I'm calling you white, but you could also be my friend. You know? Okay. Yeah. Love. love wow. That. I feel very um love that. Yeah, love we only we only roast the people we love. So when I say say beige, it's like I'm I'm about to get you on some shit that y'all do, but you know I love you. I'm beige. <laughs> some of my best friends are beige. Oh that's Taylor's <laughs> oldest time. Yes, it is. <laughs> I feel like um white people love to laugh at ourselves. Yes. Also. Yes. Like they love to be roasted. Well they have to. You have to. That's true. There's you, no when other you've, option. Yeah, when you've been the advantage, when you've had the advantage, it's like I'm laughing because at the end of the day, <laughs> I'm gonna go on my Casper mattress. You Casper mattress? No, I'm talking. Oh, me, this is I'm you talking as a, a white, white person. person. Yes. Oh my god. As a beige, <laughs> I'm gonna go on my Casper mattress uh-huh, and think uh-huh. about that silly joke that that poor comedian was talking about (laughs) (laughs) and just be fine yeah um so they can take it yeah they can take it it, it's cool it's just some people could take jokes other people feel bad about it but i like to you know toast up that white privilege and white guilt for making comedy what it is today that's a beautiful sentiment do have people ever gotten mad at you after shows no no, I I oh. have great bone structure, so it's just, just like can't be mad. even if you're upset at what I say, you want to take a picture with me. You just want to, you're oh. like, that was that was mean, but you know what? I I still want to hang out with her. Your bone structure has so far gotten you through a lot of things, is what I'm learning. I just want to say, is that, that the key to success? I'm blessed, and <laughs> <laughs> I mean my pores are invisible. Like how could you not? For the viewers at home, her pores are invisible. I also use like primer, so that's why. But anyway, it's fine. Wait, drop. What's the skincare routine? <laughs> oh yeah, you got. Chris have... is gone. I'm gonna talk about skincare. <laughs> you have to wear primer as a woman. You know, like you have primer for your cars and your walls. That that's what bitches are putting on their faces before they put their makeup. on. I like you explaining to men like in terms of cars and walls. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know how you put primer on a basketball? Yeah, that's what we're doing to our faces. <laughs> okay, primer. Writing this down. Yes, primer. primer it, it like smooths out everything and then when you put your makeup on it just seems seamless thank you for that i'm here to help you know the for the males that are listening and they would just want to see what their lady is doing i just told you what she's doing bts behind the scenes priming the face it's true women have to do so much oh yeah we have to draw on other faces for you to be interested it's insane <laughs> even as a lesbian i still have to do like a little arts and crafts on my face because, you know, uh, women like art as well. Yeah. I just realized this is a, a lesbian edition of Stand Up With Chris Stefano. Queer on queer, back <laughs> to back. I oh feel my. like I'm back at the NYU LGBTQ Center. This is the pride <laughs> edition of Stand, Stand Up, Up With Chris Stefano. That's why he's an ally. Because <laughs> he let us do this. He yeah. gave us a voice. He did. Oh my God. 2019, Chris. we're thriving. We're thriving. Yes. Um, do you have anything you want to plug before we wrap up? Anything you want to discuss? Well, because for I'm such... Millions and millions of listeners? Okay. Uh, because I'm such a professional, I feel like I plug, plug, plug so much. No! Um, always be plugging. That's why we're in this industry. AVP, uh, baby. So, yes. You know, I have a podcast called The Unofficial Expert on Forever Dog. It's uh, where we interview people who think they're experts in things that you don't need to be an expert in. Okay. So fun. Uh, I have a stand-up comedy show every Sunday at 9 p.m. at the Knitting Factory. It's free, free, free. Oh my God. It's insane. Oh, my God. And then, you know, I'm literally just out 
every night doing stand-up, just trying to be a better person. Mm -hmm. And um, you can catch me in Brooklyn, in Queens. Nope, I don't do Queens. And uh, the city. (laughs) not crazy. (laughs) Not crazy. I love myself and have (laughs) self-worth, so we'll not be in Queens, but I'm everywhere else. I'm all out. And I actually have, um, I'm working on my new solo show called uh, (gasps) My Favorite Book of Open, no, My Favorite Open Book of Beautiful Garbage. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Solo show. Solo show. show. Love that for you. Because I really do love just being by myself. That's (laughs) a great thing. That hey, stand up. That is, you know, you often awe. It's so hard, but so great. Do you do stand up every night? I do. I do, and that's why my day job. I have a day job. I have a night job. I have a relationship that's possibly failing. Who knows? Oh, exclusive. Yes. I'm, you know, (laughs) I've I've been a full-time lesbian. So, you know, I love comedy more than love itself. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. Stand up, Christian. Exclusive. Exclusive. New shit, shit, shit. Clue, (laughs) clue. (laughs) Sydney Washington's hierarchy, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. I don't know what that, I don't know what that was, Nicole, but I don't know. I feel like that I was I say things when I'm nervous. I'm making you nervous? No. Okay, I'm I was like I was casual. like I've bared my soul in front of you. If anything, you should be like, "Wow, I really have it together." No, <laughs> you told me that you your cheekbones keep away murderers. It's true. That would make me nervous. Mhm. Mm-hmm. I have nothing to compare. I got to go work on my facial structure. What, Nicole? First of all, well, yeah, uh, you have Anyway, I don't even understand why you're not in the new season of The L Word. Okay, this is my question. Let's okay. chat. Okay, that's well. My question is why not? Why not? That's the end of my question. Why not? Why, why not me? Why you're not in it? I don't know. Are you in it? I'm not. What the fuck? No, I casting. What's up? What's good? Oh, I don't know. I gotta move to LA. They missed the mark. LA lesbian. No, I looked at the little preview and I said L Word. No. Absolutely you didn't not. like it? No, oh, I, I did it. not. I, I, I was just long. like, I see what you're doing here, but you missed the mark. I like seeing Bette Porter in a, in a 1080 HD. Uh, I we guess. We used to not have that. I suppose. Back in the olden days. No, we did when not. I, when I had to watch the L Word like on uh, freevideosnow.com. I'm just happy that they will have lesbians in proper denims because the jeans that they had on that show, on the original show. were triggering and offensive. And they were very homophobic and racist. <laughs> that, that's how that's that how was, bad the denims were. I was like, are they like older women that wears like um, free people slash anything that's at Kohl's? I don't know. It just <laughs> you, they were like they were top shelf lesbians, but the way they dressed, Dress I was like, was, where are you guys going? I yeah, never knew. I agree. It was you know, but so I'm excited for the new thing. Well, maybe I'll get in season two. I'm not. excited, but I'm also like, hmm. Every brown person you have has a specific curl pattern. There's no <laughs> braids. There no. There's no lace fronts. There's. Specific. We're out here. I'm one of those lesbians that do braids, do lace fronts. <sighs> I look. Be- I'm straight presenting, but I'm very homosexual. The L word loves straight presenting. That's their fave. They do, but then they don't. Yeah, they do. What do you, what mean? do you mean? Well, except for like Shane 
everyone else is straight presenting on but that the, show. I mean, but as soon as they well, speak. Well, like their aura. Yeah, their soon as aura. They, yeah, as their aura, you're just like, I see that you guys are acting as if you're lesbians, but I can tell you're acting. I just wish I need people who embody the lesbian spirit. Like dykes, like full dykes. Yes. Like me. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> you should be in it. It only took us 20 minutes to just start talking about the L word. Without because Chris. we're not those type of lesbians. We're different. I'm different. <laughs> not, not like... Hashtag not like Ellen. Not like Ellen. It's not our lives, you know? It's a it's a lifestyle, but it's not our it whole life. It is 100% my life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying, Nicole. Yeah, I'm tell trying. To my, all my Twitter followers. They're just like lesbian jokes. Okay. Well, now we're going to play a clip from you, mm-hmm. your stand-up. So yes. if you like this episode, let's keep listening and... Do you want to you want to plug like your social handles or anything where people can find you? Or? Oh yes, yes. Okay, so my Twitter is a work in progress. You know, I'm like <laughs> trying to be better and be an intellect of jokes. Uh, it's just Sid NYC. So that's J U S T S Y D. Love NYC. And then on Instagram, that's where I thrive because I am oh. like a coloring book. I'm like a picture book. You know, it's uh, a picture yeah. book. You're like, I don't really care about the captions. I just want to <laughs> see the photo. But it's I have the some, cheekbones. It's the cheekbones. Okay. I Jesus have, Christ. Wait, I have funny captions, but you just like, I just want to look at this picture. It's so nice. Um, so oh catch me on God, Instagram oh at JustSidBW. That's J-U-S-T-S-Y-D-B-W. Great. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for doing this. I, I had so much fun. Thank you so much. And uh, we'll be back next week uh, with Chris. Ah. Back from the dead. Yes. Resurrected. Just can't wait for that. We Actually, we have a hologram of Chris in the freaking building right now. It's yeah, just Chris, hol- say hi. Heart. Heart. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Okay. All right, goodbye. Bye. <laughs> Sometimes I get confused for people I don't even know. One time I got confused with this stripper named Black Magic. <laughs> yeah, that happened. <laughs> and this guy is yelling at Black, Black Magic behind me, and I had all my clothes on, and it was a white guy. And I just feel like if you're a white guy yelling out Black Magic, you better be a thousand percent sure it's Black Magic. <laughs> oh no, he didn't say Black Girl Magic. He said Black Magic, Black Magic. I'm like, you're racist. Um, so he said I was black magic. I was like, no, I'm, I'm not black magic. He's like, are you sure? I was like, I'm positive. He's like, well, you look just like her. You gotta go to the strip club. What? <laughs> wow, okay. But then he gave me a coupon for it. So I was like, I gotta go, I gotta go. <laughs> he gave me a coupon for the strip club. You get garlic parmesan wings with every first dance. So that's a steal, that's a steal. Oh, only some dudes know that the wings are the most expensive thing in that bitch. You can see somebody's cervix for $20. Wings be $50. You're like, am I fucking the wings later? What's going on? Some of y'all dudes are. Some of y'all dudes are. Y'all like flats. I get it. (laughs) So I take the coupon and I go to the strip club, right? And I don't look like a strip club patron. I got my coat on. I got all these bags. And I'm looking for black magic high and low. And then all of a sudden, the security guard was like, excuse me, ma'am, you got to wait after the show for your daughter? Wow. That's not a compliment either. You telling me I look like somebody's mother? No offense to the moms in here, but yeah, this is a body of no responsibility. So yeah, nobody's mom in here, okay? So I'm in there and I'm like, yo, black magic better look like me. She better look like me. She better have this forehead. She better have these cheeks. She better have this thick ass labia, okay? If we gonna look alike, we gonna look alike. 
Oh, there's a lot of dudes in here like, labia, is that a new shoe? No, it's not a new shoe! <laughs> Clap if you do it and you know what a labia is. There's a lot more men in here than these fucking claps. Ladies, look at the dudes who are not clapping. Either you gay or you shouldn't be fucking. That's crazy. If you don't know what a lady is, it's the doors to the party, okay? You can't get into the party until you say hello to the doors. Unless you Bill Cosby. He's a terrible guest, okay? Oh, really? He did it! He did it! He not my own godfather. He did it, okay? So anyway, I'm in the strip club and finally Black Magic comes out. And sir, you know she looks nothing like me, right? Cause she's Asian. Uh, <laughs> what's going on with the lighting in here? The strip club is like, we don't see color, just titties. I was like, okay, okay. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. 